One of the main things we talk about here in, in DFW Sports Talk Radio is the contracts of the big three for the Dallas Cowboys, these three pending contracts, and none of them is more volatile than the conversation about Dak Prescott, especially finding out that he turned down 30, that his agency CAA was asking for 40 or more. And so it's got everybody talking about what is the best way to build a team? What's the amount of money you want to spend on your quarterback? What is plan B if you can't get your guy? And so we thought we'd have a roundtable. We got us on our show, and we thought we'd take a couple other guys who we think the world of and think they're pretty smart football guys who may be on different sides of this discussion. But we thought we'd welcome them to the fray, and that is Sean Sharif from Sean and RJ. Sean, how you doing, brother? What's up, guys? How are you? Driving to a DSW Restaurant Week in Arlington as we speak. Oh, very nice. Very nice. I'm going to have to tell Samir that you go to other restaurants, but we'll, we'll put that on hold. He's going to be very upset. Uh, but we're also joined by Jeffrey Cavanaugh from the G-Bag Nation. Cavanaugh, how you doing? Great. Just laying on my bed naked. Just got my first solo win in Apex on the PlayStation. Very nice. Didn't have to build at all. That's great. Uh, I'm going to have to come play that with you, but I'd like you to put on some clothes first. I, I want to get into this discussion about we want to try to figure out exactly what Dak is worth, and if you're not willing to pay him what he wants, if it's beyond what, what you think he's worth, what is your plan B? And I want to start with you, Skin. What do you? What is your number? And I, I know these things are complicated because it's like, okay, what is the guaranteed amount? How many years? But just mm-hmm. in terms of salary cap allocation, you got $188 million to work with. Average annual, average annual value, what do you think he's worth? So what I think he's worth, and I'm basing this on the market, is I think he is worth the Carson Wentz contract with better guarantees. 32? That's about 32, 32 and a half. And I think if we start getting up near 35, then I'm like, hey, no problem. I've got you for 900 this year, 1.1 or whatever it is, and then I can start franchising you. And if you want more than that, then you'll earn it, and I'll have to pay it in the future. But there's no sense in me paying more now than your contemporary. I'm just going to give you better guarantees. Kavanaugh, uh, what are you thinking? What do you think? You're not, what is your number? Well, I guess with what? Recent contracts it means the franchise tag next year for quarterback would be like 32 which means if you tagged him and then you had to tag him again it would be like 39 which means the average of those two years is about 35 and a half so if his agent wants a fair deal they're gonna say 35 and a half a year and i'm gonna tell them absolutely not i mean okay. there's a difference right there's a difference like if you're the cowboys and you're convinced that he's your quarterback which they are then they have to be willing to go to what two franchise tags is as their starting point and as their guarantee. Right. That's what they got to go to because that's what it would cost just to tag him. So I think you have to go to over 35 or somewhere around 35 just to make it work with how agents are going to look at what the tag would be. So for me, he can go play football, and we'll figure it out when I tag you. For them – $35 million. Is that, and what's the highest you'd go? You'd personally go before you'd say no way. Uh, none of those numbers. I mean, would you go 30? No, we would play football because they would laugh at my offer. We would just go play football. There you go. Sean, what about you? What is your number (laughs) that you're comfortable with? Uh, I pretty much agree with Skin's plan, uh, even though I've been fighting people uh, for, for, for a year now that he's not as good as Carson Wentz. I think when you have two guys who are going to be going up against each other for years, you see it in all sports where a rival, you know, Bill Russell 
I think Red Auerbach's skin gave Bill Russell one more penny than Wilt Chamberlain. So I don't think you tell Dak, hey, you're our ultimate leader, but you're not as good as Carson Wentz. He's not as good as Carson Wentz, but I'm be, I'd be willing to pay him that money. And if he wanted to go above that, then uh, I got to see you prove more. I, I'm dying to see more evidence. Uh, I believe in the leadership. I believe in all the intangibles, all that stuff. But if I can buy myself two more years of evidence and maybe draft another guy as a contingency plan, that would be my ideal scenario. So Dak requesting 40 and this thing drawing out, playing out, this is my dream scenario. The, uh, the, the ultimate plan is almost accomplished going into this crazy deal, and then I'll franchise you two more years. Let me see some more evidence before I decide that you can carry this thing in a passing league because right now he can't. KT, where are you comfortable? 34 is my number, and I want everyone to keep in mind before you start thinking about dangling in the quarterback market, okay? Dak is the only quarterback in Cowboys franchise history who started every game in three straight years. When you were talking about Travis Frederick going into last year, you were like, hey, he's always healthy. He's due to get hurt at some point. Are you saying that's not the oh, case? Oh, no, with I'm not jinxing anyone. I mean, I don't think I control – I do control some diseases, but not many diseases. <laughs> I just think – can't believe Danny White didn't start every year is, for three, is, every game for three years. Is this years. franchise good at, at evaluating players? Yes. Are they good at evaluating quarterbacks? They have not proven that. They just haven't. And Will McClay did an interview the other day with uh, John Mashota, and he basically said, we got lucky. And they got lucky with Romo. Mm -hmm. And I just think you're playing with fire to go, oh, well, I think we can go get someone else. 34 is my line for now, and I can franchise him. But that's my kind of baseline. You know what? Screw it. We're on the air, 520 in Dallas. 35 is my number, sir. 35 is my number. I think that's the Cowboys number two. I like winning games, Sean. I think the Cowboys are willing to go to 35. And I do think you make a great point, Sean, in that, okay, if he goes out and he just plays it, and Kavanaugh and, and Skin made these same points as well, but if he if you force him to just go out there and play it and show you what he's worth, man, if Cooper's foot is bad and it's a ligament issue and he misses time and Zeke's upset about his contract – what does Dak look like without those guys? I saw him last year without Amari Cooper, and he looked incredibly pedestrian. If he had played the whole year without Amari Cooper, no way in hell they would have come in here asking for $40 million. So I, his price is going to go down if he doesn't have the weapons around him, in my opinion. But I don't know what else you can do. Like We've all talked about what we're comfortable doing. What What is the legitimate plan B? I understand you can say, we'll franchise him. We'll sweat it out. We'll, may, we'll wait. We'll see more. Okay, but if let's a lot of times you go down that road, it means you're going to get divorced from that quarterback. Where do you find your next quarterback if it's not Dak? And I'll start with you, Sean. Where do you find your next quarterback if it's not Dak Prescott? I mean, I, l- let me say this first. I'm willing to pay and get punished on the back end of this. I know that sounds like hmm. RJ's nightlife, but <laughs> if, if if Dak goes out, I like that. And throws, you know, puts up a ridiculous amount of stats and, you know, uh, wins and NFC title, Super Bowl appearance, then I got to pay the price on the back end like I did Tank Lawrence. Otherwise, for the next two years, I put KT and Kavanaugh brought us in the film room. Just because that you've missed on finding quarterbacks doesn't mean you stop drafting them. I try to tell this to Bassett. He's like, well, the Rangers just should never acquire pitching. The Rangers can never acquire – they can never develop pitching. So it doesn't mean you stop developing it. You, you still have to – you still need it in order to win. And in terms of Omari, 
You know, last year, even after they got Amari, Dak never threw for over 275 in a game. Uh, That's not accurate. He threw for like almost 400 against the Giants. I think it was 450. Well, well, double check that the last Giants game, but that was also a a game in which the Cowboys put, right, all their starters in. Four of the eight games that he played without Amari, he threw for less than 190. So here, here's the hold on though. Here, here's look. We need to stop talking. We need to we need to stop talking about stats with Dak because that's not what CAA is talking about, and that's not what the Cowboys are talking about. What they're talking about is we have a quarterback that we can win with. We're on the verge of a Super Bowl. I guarantee you, CAA is not negotiating stats. The Cowboys probably aren't coming out with stats either. They're coming out with, we have found our quarterback, we have our team, we want to keep this together and win. And so CAA is saying to keep this winning team together. After having that guy start every game for three years, the Cowboys have won two division titles and made the playoffs, and they are one and two in those playoff games. So they've established a winning culture with a young quarterback. It's not the negotiation with Dak is not about stats for anybody. It's about whether we were going to pay a number. Kavanaugh can go through his ratings again. You guys want to pay a number 13 quarterback number one or two money. It's like paying It's Derek Fisher. You're trying to give Derek Fisher maximum money in the NBA. It's ridiculous. We can talk about durability and leadership. At some point in time, you got to be able to ball out like a top five quarterback in a passing league. He cannot do it. Well, well, uh, in all fairness, he hasn't been able to do it yet, I don't think. I'm with you on that. But I think Linehan has held him back. That's why I do want to see more. But I, I just I, I want to see more. Maybe he goes out without Linehan and he impresses everybody and it's a no-brainer. You would, you would cost yourself more money. But like you're saying, you want a little bit more time to make sure that investment is right. But Kavanaugh, what if Dak's not the guy and you don't, if he, they insist, no, we, it's 40 or nothing, and you go down that franchise road or whatever, how else can you find a quarterback? What's your plan B? Well, there's been, I forgot, I think it was RJ Ochoa posted on Twitter and he put like the last four years worth of every drafted quarterback. And he was like, how many would you take over Dak? And the number I came up with was somewhere between six and eight. So it's like they exist. They exist in the NFL draft every year. Uh, free agency probably wouldn't want to do that with, but like Nick Foles is a $20 million player. Are we saying that Dak Prescott is like a way better player than Nick Foles? Like we're sure of that? I think he can be a way better player than Nick Foles. Okay, yeah. but we're going to pay him as if he's twice as good because we think that he could be. Does everyone, I mean, does everyone think Dak's going to get better though? I like do. I do. I I, who thinks do. Dak is tapped out? I think he I should get better without Linehan, but there's no guarantee. I mean, just because I want it to happen doesn't mean it's going to happen. I hope it does. Look, I, I think that this has been an issue the whole time. He's definitely average, and he's definitely a winner and has a lot of awesome intangibles. That's easy to deal with when he's not making a lot of money. But when his agency comes in and wants him to be the highest-paid quarterback in the game, it's problematic because he's not good enough to be that. But then the question is, okay, if you're not going to pay him, how are you going to go find another quarterback? I still haven't heard what you do if you don't sign Dak. Well, there's, but that's no, the, the whole point. That is, guys, that's like that's you pick him. Yeah, that's, that's how it works. If you don't believe in the one that you have, then what you do is he plays out this year. You franchise tag him. You have that offseason to either pick one in the mid to late first round or package picks and move up and go get one, or you do that the next year after he's played out his franchise tag year. Are you taking a giant risk? Sure you are. But the other thing that's a giant risk 
is like this is what happened to the Cincinnati Bengals. Andy Dalton was on a rookie deal, and they won 10, 11, 12 games every single year. Andy Dalton got paid. They couldn't surround him, and the Bengals sucked. Like, that's the danger, That's and that's real life, and that's why the Cowboys are in a tight spot. I get it. Listen, I think if I were actually the front office, I would probably fold and pay the quarterback because we're trying to win the Super Bowl, and he gives me the best chance. But if you don't think in two or three years, like, Xavier Woods, gone. Anthony Brown, gone. Cheeto, gone. Like, it's not going to be that you can't pay Zeke or that you can't pay Amari. It's going to be that you can't exist where the three to eight million dollar player is. The Patriots are going to have six guys on that level because they refuse to play with five massive guys with paydays like that. So they exist in the veteran market, and that's why old teams keep winning the Super Bowl, not young teams. But I guess with every risk that that I take, I want to take that risk with as much information as possible. So I'm more comfortable taking a risk, knowing what I have in Dak right now knowing the success I've had with Dak and knowing that I can keep most of these stars around him than some quarterback X in 2021 or 2022. Like, I I don't even want to mess with that. You'll know more about him next year. Yeah, that's true. Here's the other thing, too, that I I think that people talk about pro football in way too big of a scope. Pro football is in two- and three-year windows. If you just look at the average career of players – I mean, it's not that long. Injury is a certainty. What the Cowboys are looking at right now, everyone over there at that organization knows that Dak is not a top three or four quarterback. They all know it. What they're looking at right now is we have had our best team. Our roster right now is the best team we've had in like 15 or 20 years. And the quarterback, despite whatever limitations he may has, wins about two-thirds of his football games. So why do they want to blow that up now when they're right on the verge? And that's why all three of these guys right now are asking for gigantic contracts because they know it. Right, but, but he's trying to get paid. He don't do anything. If you just say you're asking for too much, no thank you. You never bought up anything. He's still here for three years if you want him to be. Right. right. He's trying to get paid like he's the reason that they've won all these games. I think his job has and been easier not. than most because of all the things around him. And now he's trying to get paid exactly. like he's that guy. And it's, the Cowboys know that. The Cowboys know that, but they're trying to decide, do they want to win now? Yeah. But yeah. who wins those games? I, mean, I heard Sean just say, and he's not. Who wins those games for? Uh, for but you? You can't who wins judge those games over yeah, the last three so, years? So if a quarter, I mean, you could have a great quarterback on a bad team and they're going to lose games. It's not because the quarterback sucks. Mm-hmm. It's not It's not as simple as, okay, they won, so it's the quarterback. Hey, they lost, okay, so it's the quarterback. He's a part of it, and I'm paying him to be a part of it. I just, you can't, you gave a quarter, your rookie quarterback the best line in the league, you're the best running back in the league, and you said, don't turn the ball over. And he did a good job at that, mm-hmm. but he ain't a $40 million guy. Agreed. I don't think no any of us think 40. he's that. Yeah, no. And when, and, and I he's think, not a $35 million guy either. Like none of us Russell th- Wilson is. I don't think any of us think that. I think the question is, are we willing to pay him that knowing that he's not? And that's that's the question of all of this. I just know right. that what I've seen, I think you can win a Super Bowl with Dak if you have the right team around him, and I think they have the right team around him. Oh, well, you want somebody won a Super Bowl with Trent Dilfer. Right. So if you got the perfect team around a guy, but that's the Cowboys fine, but can there. you build a team when you're giving that much money to that few guys at the top? Hey oh, Kavanaugh, we gotta get out of here, but what drives you more crazy? The idea of paying a running back fifteen or paying a, a an average quarterback thirty five? Uh, paying a running back 15. <laughs> There's headaches everywhere. Boys. It is, it's stupid. The salary cap's stupid. They should get rid of the salary cap so you're not cheering against your own players and cheering for your front office. It's stupid. Agreed. Hey, we love you guys. We love listening to these conversations on your shows. We love having them on our show, but we love it even more when you jump on with us and we have them all here all together. Thanks a lot, boys. We appreciate the time. Goodbye. See you, boys.
We love yeah, you. There point. they go. Sean Sharif, Jeff Cavanaugh. Appreciate those boys. I don't think Have we got one day. Well, we solved we, nothing. Yeah, we solved nothing. We need more time than that. We need more time than one segment. Not enough time.